0: what's up it's the daily podcast for another week i got a guest today who's in his bag milk in his bag <laughs> mike Tadio, <laughs> is that how you say it?
1: yeah that was the coolest intro yeah that was, that was sick
0: he's in his bag i thought of that earlier i was like oh dude i'm gonna hit him with that
1: damn that you've been waiting for that that was hard yeah
0: that's like the, that. That. that's the twitter ad right yeah sure so is. people will probably know you from the most
1: man i hope so
0: <laughs> but but also they could know you from motives so when did that start
1: Yeah, Motives, um, they've been playing together for a very long time. I think 2012 was when they got So you weren't there from the original? No, I was was in middle school.
0: Oh, really? When
1: they started that, yeah. Um, I joined in the end of August 2017 uh, to fill in for a little tour that they did, and then they ended up saying, hey... You're the best drummer ever. No, I didn't say that. They were like, yo, we would, we would love to have you. Um, How'd they
0: find you, though? Like, were, were uh, you already playing in a band or what?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been playing uh, in a few bands since I was super young, but one of my mutual friends uh, I used to work with was like, hey, these guys, I've been looking for a drummer for like a year. I was like, oh, okay. you? Uh, I, was, I was lazy. I was like, yo, can you tell them that I want to do it? I was like, yeah, I guess so. It's
0: like middle school when you're trying to tell somebody you like them.
1: Yeah, pretty much. I was like, yo, can you go tell them that like I have a crush on them and... You know i want to play in their band it's like yeah but uh <laughs> no so i just did that and went over their house one day and played some music did a little four-day run and then you know been doing it with them ever since so it's been almost two years at this point but it's a lot of fun i mean um you know when i first started it, it was out of the comfort zone that i was used to playing music so it was definitely good to break out and you know try a different genre so
0: what was the first genre that you were doing?
1: First genre I ever played was like watered down Arctic Monkeys, essentially. Oh, cool. Um, Wait,
0: so like the new Arctic Monkeys album?
1: No, like old. Oh. <laughs> but you mean like Arctic Monkeys watering themselves down?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's like, what the new album essentially is to me. I don't know. Did you like it? Or? I
1: didn't even listen to it, honestly. Yeah. Um,
0: but it's nothing compared to AM, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, um, I think that was the last one that I ever checked out if they put out more after that i'm very out of touch with that they were
0: out of for like three four years and they just released one like last year oh okay. it was like very slow and like watered down so it sounds like that first band that you were in probably oh, weird.
1: yeah no um i mean i started that when i was like 11 years old one of my good buddies from middle school and <laughs> Um, he was a huge Arctic Monkeys fan, so everything we played kinda um derived from that because you know, when you're twelve years old you can't write your own music. So yeah. we uh <clears throat> kind of stole everything we could without it being us playing Arctic Monkeys covers and called it a day essentially and did that for probably like three years. And then uh after that it was that was when the uh pop punk phase started and became What was the a, first
0: like band that you got into in like pop punk?
1: Um Man, I w- like. They're not even really pop punk, I guess you could say. But such gold was the band that really got me exposed to like all those different subgenres. Essentially, um, my good buddies from school uh, were super into that. They're like, "Hey, you want to go to the show with us?" I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And uh, the show was at Peabody's, and it was such gold. R.I.P. Yeah, seriously, um, it was such gold. Real friends, Major League, and Census Fail on their Renaissance tour.
0: Yeah, that's sick. So
1: that was like the first show I went to.
0: That's Um, like probably one of the first real friend shows.
1: That was 2013, 14,
0: maybe? I think they Something like that. What, they've been around since like 2011?
1: I don't even know, man.
0: But still, that's like one of the first. They weren't even that popular, I imagine.
1: That's pretty cool. I mean, they. I remember they played a lot of stuff off uh, Put Yourself Back Together. I think that was the new release that they had at that time. And they play that, and it went over pretty well with everyone. So, that's I would assume that's you know early early stage real friends, but no
0: matter what, what stage you go to a real friends concert, it's dope.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've loved them since how you know first found it first at that show actually, but uh, you know I, I don't know they were great and such. Gold was uh, they were a little harder too, than you know. band at that show so it's like whoa this is like one of the harder bands but then since his fail came out i was like whoa this, this is like super hardcore like this is the hardest thing i've ever heard this is awesome but uh
0: they're one of your favorites right
1: they're yeah of all time they're probably up there with like green day is one of my favorite okay bands um by that time that was the *Renaissance* tour and that was when they first transitioned i think this fire was the album they put out before that then they did like a greatest hits album from all the stuff they released and uh yeah they transitioned to try to do more of like a hardcore sound and it didn't go over real well but I, i've never disliked the release they've had so i thought it was great
0: i never um, really listened to anything from them
1: they're pretty cool um dude guitar hero 3 bonus track can't be saved i think it was oh yeah uh, yeah that was where everyone found of them but uh, what's the
0: first song you mastered on guitar hero oh man I think for me it was that cream song that was on there, Which one? Sunshine of Love. Which one was that one? That's what it's called, right? Sunshine. What's it called? I
1: don't know. That's a good question.
0: Cream. That's for real. I don't know. It was on there.
1: Dude, the thing was, I played Guitar Hero at my friend's house, and then I actually got Rock Band right when it came out.
0: Okay. Like within days. Well, then, then that's you know you were a drummer, so it's that's, like
1: that's what got me started. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. For real. mm Hmm. 100 percent that's how i learned how to play
0: it's a good way to learn
1: yeah i mean i'm pretty okay right now
0: <laughs> people seem to like it
1: yeah uh i mean my mom my best friend like it i, like I don't know but that's sick. cool <laughs> that's three people that's not bad
0: <laughs> that's like that's how i tally up people who listen to the podcast i'm like yeah, nice. dude like i got my friend my girlfriend and alan has to listen to it to like do the editing sometimes dude. so like i know he listens bro yeah.
1: dude rules of three that's sick um <laughs> yeah i got that well i mean my dad got it for me i was like what nine or ten at the time so dude, That shit was day.
0: expensive from i remember like it was like 60 for the game the whole and then like 100 for the whole set
1: yeah the whole set um i broke the drum set i played it so much and i had to save up and go to best buy and get a new one and for the rock band 2 drum set which was um, a little bit of an upgrade from the Rock Band 1 drum set. It was, like, 120, something hmm. like that. Because the way I learned, they had these little attachments on the back where you can plug in little cymbals, and they would attach to the oh, yeah. to the um, yellow and blue drum. So if you went into the practice mode, you would have, like, an electric drum set, essentially, with two cymbals and a five-piece kit.
0: That you could constantly practice on without doing a song.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they had a, a full practice mode on there. So... I would just I would have my iHome with like my third generation iPod and I would play Green Day and I would just sit there and just play it in my room and like my T V would be blasting the drum sounds. And pretty much that's how I learned just playing through American Idiot nine times a day in my room. Yeah. And uh Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I did it. That's that's what got me started. Then I got a real Electric drum set. I was gonna say, what was the first
0: drum set you had? It was an electric. drum
1: yeah, it was some Simmons model. It was a. Uh, because of
0: the sound, like your parents didn't want to hear it, or what? Or was yeah. It? yeah.
1: Oh yeah, they did not want to hear that shit. Uh, yeah, it was like some Simmons model that I had upstairs in my room was a five-piece with two cymbals.
0: And how old were you at this point?
1: Oh man, uh, ten or eleven.
0: Oh shit! I thought we we're talking like fifteen here. No way. <laughs> no, how old are you now?
1: Twenty-one.
0: Oh okay, cool. Yeah. I was gonna say like, yeah, that's why I thought I knew. I thought uh, you were younger than me, but I was like. Yeah, ten years old, first drum kit. Yeah. That's crazy. An yeah. electric one for that.
1: Yeah, because that means rock band hit to have come out when I was like nine or ten or something like that, and then it was very quickly after I got the electric drum set, and then started that band like all in the same year. So.
0: So you just... were like thirteen with a band.
1: Yeah, I was. Um, my first show was June eighteenth, two thousand eleven, at the Akron Public Library. What? Yeah, in the auditorium. It was it was called Teens Rock Akron, where they had, like, five different bands uh, with teenagers, essentially, just playing for an audience, which is just, like, our parents, like, sitting in this giant auditorium. Um, but the cool thing about that was it was the five-year anniversary of that show, and it was sponsored by Chipotle. So in the back, they had free burritos and, like, no. free guac and stuff like that. That's sick. Yeah, the whole show. It was super sick. And then they gave us these, like, backstage passes. But really, it's just like a classroom that we just sat down in while we waited to play. Oh, cool. That's so cool, though. Yeah.
0: So, like, now evolving from that, like, uh, I'm trying to think, just like, with concerts, how many have you done since that first one? I know you can't count, (laughs) like, legitimately, but, like, hundreds? Probably around a hundred,
1: if not maybe a few less, I would say. Um, cause for the most part from there, it was all local shows just with my bands and stuff like that. And, uh, um, my band, the spectators, that was the pop punk band. I, um, started with my buddies out of high school. We did like a three three day tour. The first thing we ever did was a three day run and we played here and then a show in Bloomington, Illinois. And lansing illinois i think it was um so that was like the first thing i was like whoa this is so sick like we can do this wow and then we did another week tour which is like we we were out for a week but we ended up playing like four shows or something like that
0: that's still sick though
1: yeah i mean it was a great time i mean we just kind of went on vacation and played a show every two days so that was that was really cool um got kicked out of fenway park like the uh the green monster really yeah we we snuck on there for about like maybe a minute and then uh (laughs) the Usher lady came by. And she, <laughs> she was not very nice and kicked everybody off who didn't have a ticket.
0: Man, I, w- um, I really want to be. Um, I've always wanted to go to Fenway Park. Actually,
1: uh, it was beautiful. Um, it was all the seats. They had to be the original seats. I mean, obviously not from you know whenever the, whenever the park was first open, but they had to be like resurfaced or something like that. Because the way they were set up, it was like bench seating, just with little bars in between for your arms. And I mean, I'm like ten pounds and. I had trouble fitting in the seats. It, oh, it was really? so packed. <laughs> um, yeah, we just bought tickets from some dude outside. We got there like sixth inning. It's like here you go, twenty bucks, and you'll sit third base, like uh, like twenty some rows up. We're like, okay, okay, cool, <laughs> for sure. And then uh, yeah, when sat down, the stadium was super cool. Um, watched a few innings of baseball. Just watched. I uh, walked around, and uh, I think we drove to like Albany the next
0: day or something like that. Oh, we yeah. went to Albany recently. Really, for state champs yeah. ten year show. Oh yeah. Or I don't know. It was like their celebration <laughs> of their first album. Oh. Really? And so like they're from Albany, and then so we went to from Albany, uh, and then we took like a day trip to to New York. We drove three hours from Albany to New York City. Oh, sick. And we were there for like I found parking mm. in mm. New York City, downtown Manhattan, mm. for free. Nice. First time ever being there. It was January thirtieth. I'll take that to my grave because
2: like
0: how do you how can you do that you can't Dude, it wasn't clo- it wasn't far from anything either but i'll tell you driving in new york city is different than any driving i've ever done before
1: yeah um we visited there when we were doing our album for a day and uh we had to park the 12 passenger van in there and that was it took us probably like 30 35 minutes to find parking We ended up parking just on some side street that was, like, right by Times Square and stuff like that, but... Was it for free? Yeah. Oh, shit. It was just, like, some side street, though. Yeah. Um, It wasn't like a, like a, oh, we got this spot that's, like, right on Times Square that was free, but... I mean, I'll still take it, but the city's very overwhelming. Yes. I don't want to go back.
0: No, you don't. (laughs) I liked New York City, but it was just, it was a lot. It was too much. Mm -hmm. Like, you always have to look everywhere you go, Mm -hmm. like, no matter what, you're either going to get hit by a person or a car... It's just like, and then there's so many people. Then again, I was there January 30th. Mm. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah. it was, I mean, I had a great time. I went to the city twice uh, and spent the whole day there, and that's about all I wanted to do. And I feel good about it, and I don't want to go back.
0: What's been your favorite city, uh, like, being on tour?
1: Um, Are you guys
0: just touring locally right now?
1: No, nah, I mean, we do, like, a lot of local shows here and there um but we haven't really done like a full tour since i've like joined the band it's been uh mostly uh writing and recording and then we did the record last year and then it's kind of been a waiting game from here and there trying to figure out like a release date and like all the behind the scenes stuff like art you know all that stuff but um it's starting to get moving now so we're hoping for a summer release of the record and then once we do that we'll start doing some uh like regional and hopefully cross-country touring but but since i joined the band there was only one like actual like two week tour that they did i was on vacation i went to disney world
0: Huh. Oh, cool. so there you go
1: so they did it i got to have fun and got to chill either out. way you would have had fun yeah i got to yeah. chill and pop century and do nothing it was sick
0: i've still never been to disney
1: disney school Me, um, either of them but getting back to your question favorite city i i really liked philadelphia yes i had a good time there um really good food. Uh, when I was there I was not vegetarian, but now that I am I heard there's like Blackbird uh, vegan steak and pizza place I think it's called. Really? And it's supposed to be super sick. So I'm Look excited forward to that
0: because the last time I was there I wasn't a, I wasn't a vegetarian either. Really? I'm a pescatarian now. Oh word. And you know, I had the cheesesteak and everything. It was amazing. Yeah. Like, which did you go to all the cheesesteaks? We went to
1: I think it was called Jim's. It was like the one that looked like super chrome and like it was straight out of the '60s.
0: Yeah, we went to Steve's. I think it's like a little bit down the road from that. Oh, okay, but still, either way, like amazing. Yeah. And here's the thing about Philadelphia. I was actually just talking about this earlier. It's one of my favorite cities too. You know, mm. I've been around. Just we like to travel to shows a lot, mm. um, but Philly is probably one of my favorite because when you get there. You're like oh this is like it <laughs> kind of it's kind of like how i look i bet like a visitor looks at cleveland mm-hmm. You're like oh this is it yeah and then we were there for two more days and we walked the city everything explored everything and we're like dude this is amazing mm-hmm. like, we love this city all the people are nice mostly a yankees fan tried fighting me because it was we were the, the indians were in the playoffs and we were winning that game and that guy was mad about it nice very cool yeah in it was, philadelphia in philly <laughs> Yeah, because I guess, like, a lot of Philly fans hate uh, Yankees fans, obviously, too. So, they were on my side, but that guy was, like, so mad at me. Oh, and all I said was a fact. I wasn't even yelling at him. I was just like, oh, the ball was out of play. That's why it was known. He's like, shut the fuck up, little bitch. And I'm just like, oh, shit, dude. Yeah. Nice. Like, not drunk at all, <laughs> clearly.
1: Very cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Philly was great. Um, that was one of the shows we played there. We played a house show in... It was, like, west of downtown. It was really cool because it was, like, a whole community. There's this big park in the center, and it was just, like, these suburb roads, and there's like, a community board in the middle of it. I'm like, wow, this is so sick. Like, I would love to have, like, just a community where I can go out and be like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, you know, with all your neighbors and shit like that. But um, we played this really cool house venue. Uh, it was called The waiting Room, and it was just this basement, and we played with this other band, and uh, for the life of me, I can't remember the name, but... They were super cool, and they were the ones who taught me about touring bands getting free Chipotle. So shouts out that band from Ottawa, because
0: so touring bands get free Chipotle
1: sometimes. Oh. I mean, if so we've done it a few times, like that next day, uh, we were going through Long Island, and then we called somebody we were like, "Hey, we're like in a band. We we're like, look, like, yeah, we're in a, we're in a band. Uh, can you give us Chipotle?" And they're like. How many to ban? in? We're like four. We're like, all right, come through in like twenty minutes. We're like, oh fuck! All right, cool. So we rolled up, and then we walked in, and we were like looking around like we had never been in Chipotle before. And then we walked up to the counter, and she was like looking at us. She's like, "You guys the band?" We're like, "Uh, I think so." She's like, "Cool, get whatever you want." And I was like,
2: "Oh, fuck what? yeah!"
1: It's like sweet. So we each got like a bowl and some a drink, and then we were down there, and she would like ring it up and be like, "Blah blah blah, like eight dollars, blah blah blah," and negative eight, and we'd be like, "Whoa, cool!" And like you would see it pop up on the on the cash register and be like, "Voided," and we're like, "Whoa, this is sick! This is very very cool."
0: <laughs> and then you yeah. tried it the next night, and they did not let. Like,
1: no, and then yeah, I mean the next day we called, and then they were like, "No." It's like, oh, okay.
0: Now we're going to follow company rules. <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, sorry. <laughs> so then we had to pay for that one. But I don't know, it was cool. I mean, yeah, the waiting room was sick. learned a lot at that place.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. I was going to ask, like, so every time I take the stage on comedy, no matter how many, like, stand up, no matter how many weeks in a row I do it, like, it still is, like, just as Not just as hard as the first time, because the first time, you know, you get all the nerves out of the way and everything. But I was going to ask you, like, is performing like that? Because when I get on stage, no matter how, like I said, no matter how many times in a week or whatever I've went, it still feels like you're starting something new, mm-hmm. kind of.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that <coughs> way. Um, I think for the most part, uh, I don't know. I've really never been, like... I never get nervous,
0: usually. Same.
1: Um, but at the same time, like before the show, I will have to piss like seven times, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm I'm good." But and then I'll, um, my routine before a show, I always have to piss in the last song of the band that's before us. Uh, but then after that, I'll be fine, and I'll get up, set up on stage, and I'm like, "Cool, calm, collect, ready to go." But like, I'll probably be like a little jittery, you know, as the band's wrapping up before us. Because the Baja Blast. Definitely, <laughs> absolutely um you know they're coursing through me but uh yeah i mean at that point once i get on stage usually i'm like all right let's just you know let's do it um but this past weekend i mean with that music video shoot uh i was definitely nervous for that one i think that was one of the coolest hometown shows that i've played and people came out and gave a shit and it was really cool so i was like wow this is this is pretty cool but. i seen you
0: post like you're like for the people who think we aren't hard or whatever you definitely weren't <laughs> at the show last night do a lot of people say that your band isn't hard because i mean
1: no i mean a lot of times it's us saying that and then oh. i mean we're not the hardest band by any means i mean you know we have a lot of heavy influences and stuff like that but especially with this new record coming out we do have a lot of like catchy choruses and stuff like that um so, I mean, there's there's hints of everything everywhere, but I wouldn't say that we're, like, a heavy band by any means. But, uh, no, it was funny you mentioned that. That was, that was wild. Dude got his uh, tooth busted out. Oh, yeah, that uh, was the
0: rest of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that,
1: was, that was the first for any of my shows.
0: I've was never... he all right after?
1: I think he was okay.
0: <laughs> Who knows, right?
1: Yeah, I mean. He was
0: there. He supported.
1: I mean, he he was cool. You know, feel bad. It happens. Sorry.
0: Well, he was going hard, so it's his fault. It's okay. I'm
1: sure he was. I'm sure he was. He did. He did great, though. I mean, you know, no. I hope there's no hard feelings between whoever hit him.
0: <laughs> as a person like who's on stage, I kind of always wonder, um, when in the crowd, like, do you, with when you guys are playing instruments and everything, is it very easy to notice like the crowd, or, I mean, I know they're there. Like you mm-hmm. look at them, that's where you're looking forward. But like when you're, especially you as the drummer. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a lot of drummers be like, oh, you know, you were killing it out there. Like, if I ever meet them, uh-huh. and I'm like, how the fuck do you even notice that? Because <laughs> you're like, you're going hard yourself. Like, uh-huh. I don't-
1: yeah, um, I think it's definitely easier for the drummer because we got nowhere to go. I mean, we can try to move around all we want, but we're not moving from that seat. So essentially, you have, you have a viewpoint and you have a radius, and it's never going to change. So you're always going to see what's in front of you, especially if you're playing. On a stage with a riser, like Mahal's, you know, for instance, they got like, you know, a couple inches above the the other bandmates you're going to play with. And, you know, it depends on the lighting, too. I mean, how dim the house lighting is, if you're playing with a barricade or not. I mean, we're not good enough to play with a barricade. No one gives a shit that much, but. I don't think um, there
0: ever should be a barricade. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> yeah. they're like, because someone just said recently on Twitter, they're like, there was no barricade at the recent Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah, that and was that- hard. Yeah, and they're like, well, if there's no barricade at a Jonas Brothers concert, there shouldn't be a barricade anywhere.
1: That's hard as fuck for the Jones Brothers. Yeah. First of all, the Jones Brothers hard as fuck. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I like Big Time Rush better.
0: I'm a One Direction guy. Respect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hard respect. I've seen
0: them and I seen them in Detroit like four years ago Damn. before Zayn left. But now I like all their solo acts too. Like when I was in Philly, I actually seen Harry Styles in Philly. Really. Is that yeah, cool? So cool, dude. That's awesome. Because I love his solo album. I, know, I don't know if you ever heard it.
1: Can't say I have.
0: You're a fan of music. I feel like you mm-hmm. might like it. I know you're into harder stuff now, but you're also into EDM and oh, shit dude, like that. Oh, dude, I love that. everything. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm not going to limit you.
1: Dude, like, literally, on the on the drive here, it was, like, Son Holo, and then kubla Khan came on, and then it was, like, um, fucking, what's her face, uh, with the Ghost album cover, uh, Phoebe Bridgers.
0: That's hmm. what it is. I don't know any of those people.
1: Oh, they're all sick. I'm uncultured, bro. <laughs> they're all tight.
0: You got you got to send me those because I don't, I don't know. I actually like because I have a friend. His name's Rob Absol. He he he's really into like the pop punk scene, mm. and he's he's into harder stuff too. But like he, you know, like he gets into the locals, everything like that. And he's telling me like he'll do the same thing. He'll run like yeah, I was listening to this this and that. And I'm like I know those people probably aren't locals, but I'm just saying like I'm like I don't know yeah. who these people are, and I feel bad because I'm like. Try to say I'm a fan of something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Um, But with shows, the barricade being there just makes it sometimes worse because you can't... Like, when you're getting people dropped on top of your head and you're standing on, like, you know, the weird part of the barricade where it, like, lifts up. Mm -hmm. So now the middle of your foot is, like, part of the barricade (laughs) and everything. You know, it's like... The only cool part about a barricade is when the band members are able to drop down and, like, sing over the Mm -hmm. crowd.
1: That's always pretty neat. I mean, I don't care either way. I mean, if there's health hazards, then, you know, I don't really know. I'm very unopinionated in this uh, this debate about barricade to non-barricade, but I don't know.
0: I mean, I don't I feel sick. that strongly about it, but, like, <laughs> like just like with the Jonas Brothers don't have one, no one should, because they got girls trying to, like, grab at them and everywhere, you know, I don't know, but, like.
1: I would be too if I, I. mean, if I was at the Jones Brothers show with no barricade.
0: Yeah, except for Kevin. Oh, fuck Kevin, dude.
1: You don't. You don't fuck with Kevin.
0: Nah, man. He's a racist, dude. Straight up, you didn't know that. I
1: don't know. Yeah, dude. Oh shit. Yeah, it was like years a ago. Hard, hard pass.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Fuck. But Nick and Joe ain't. So it's like.
1: Well, they're all right. That's cool.
0: And I fuck seen yeah. Nick at um, the Akron Spring Fest last year. Huh. So now it's so weird that the Jones Brothers are back.
1: Now you guys are like tight, right?
0: Yeah, me cool. and Nick. Yeah, yeah. He, he was on the podcast.
1: Yeah, he would have been here. I mean, it's alright though.
0: We I mean, invite. I said, "Yo, I got milk in his bag. On you want to come on?" He's like, he "Oh was
1: yeah, the- my fucking boy. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I'm I'm out of town though." Yeah, I was like it's alright.
0: He was yeah. gonna come to see you, but it just didn't work out.
1: Yeah, it's alright. We can just we'll Facetime him later.
0: So, Who, who's the biggest celebrity you have met, though?
1: Biggest celebrity I've met, uh, dude. I have not have. A lot of celebrity encounters But I The day after Stipe Miocic won The UFC heavyweight uh, title I um, Helped him shop at Journeys um, I used to work at Journeys And yeah He w- won the title In Brazil Against Fabricio Verdum Flew back here The next day He was shopping for sandals And like I walk into my shift It was like Probably like a 4 to 8 Or something like that And I wasn't even on the clock yet I had my lanyard on I was walking in I see this dude I'm like That's a big fucking dude over there He's like Over looking at the sandal rack and then he like turns around and I recognize he, was, he had the tank top on I recognized the tattoo on his neck and I looked at it and then I recognized him from when he was just beating the shit out of her Doom when he was on the ground and I was like no fucking way Steve ate me out whenever I was like yo 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 I was like what 16, 17 at the time so I'm like oh, holy shit blah, blah. he's like yeah man shut the fuck up cute I mean, you know, look at these sandals I'm like yeah sorry dude we don't have like size 19 he's like oh actually I'm a 15 I'm like oh, uh, yeah <laughs> um, but I was like dude like can I just get a picture or something? He's like, yeah, of course. So I got a picture, and his hands were swallowed up my hands. They were fucking ginormous. You
0: guys held hands?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 That's he, how you knew? Oh, my God, dude. They just, like... He would knock me out. I mean, dude, I'm 20 pounds. He would knock me out by, like, breathing on me, like, funny. But, uh, no, I met him, and then one of my childhood heroes, fucking CM Punk, the yeah. best ever. He, uh I only said hello to him. I didn't get to talk to him because it was the day... So it was still – it was a Steve Amiocis fight again at the Q when he defended his title for the first time, and he beat uh, Alistair Overeem. CM Punk, that was his first UFC fight and got demolished. I think it was by Mickey Mickey Gall. Yeah, Um,
0: it was always getting demolished.
1: And I had worked at Melt at the time in Cleveland Heights, and I served these dudes. They're like, yeah, like, can we get our check? We got to go downtown for the fight. I'm like, oh, no way. Like, that's sick. Like, they're like, yeah, we, we know CM Punk. I'm like, yeah, bullshit, whatever, dude. Next day they come in and it's them and a group of twelve other people and all the way in the back there's a dude with the with his hood up and glasses on. I'm like no fucking way. It was CM Punk and I felt so bad you know, seeing my childhood hero not looking too hot.
0: Oh that was the day after. The so day, he was all injured and day shit. Day
1: after the fight yeah he came in with those dudes because they're like yo we gotta go try out this spot blah blah. blah. And uh, the melt
0: you gotta try out melt. Yeah
1: you're sitting over <laughs> no. at sitting over at R20 not I mean. Uh, I hope you like this food, but I was just like, hey. he's like, Yeah. I was like, oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was He always like,
0: seems, like, super passionate and defensive. Obviously, you mm. should be, but he always seemed more defensive than, like, calm about, like, his... You know, if people are talking shit, he's going <laughs> to get upset about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's he's just a passionate dude. I yeah. Mean, I respect that so much about him. He's the first first guy that I, I can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, like, I remember he was straight edge. And, like, you know, growing up, I would... You know, draw the drug free on my knuckles and be like, oh, you know, fuck you, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, check
0: magnet punk.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Like, yeah, isn't that,
0: a, isn't that what the CM stands? So, for? Yeah, something like
1: that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that was a, that was a big thing about it. But we we're like in Miss Arnold's class, and I wrote like free drug by accident, and I was like, oh, oh no,
0: oh but shit! Instead of drug free,
1: I was like, fuck! Anyone want free drugs? I'm not drug free anymore. That's a, that's an edge. Are you break. still straight
0: edge? Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, always have been, all 21 years. So, he's probably, I would assume he's a big part in that. You know, I looked up to him growing up when I used to love wrestling. So, you know.
0: I still am always going to be mad about him losing to The Undertaker in WrestleMania that one year. Which one was that? It was one of the last years, like, that CM was in the... It was like he was about to leave. It was after like the pipe. I don't did you watch it too like cause the pipe Probably bomb. Not. I don't know. It was like the whole thing. It was like twenty thirteen or something. But dude, he was kicking Undertaker's ass the whole time. Hit him with like four GTSs. Hard. I'm not like a big wrestling fan Hard. anymore, but this was like the last year I was like super into okay. it. Alright, so it was like hit him with like four GTS's. He hit him with Undertaker's tombstone. Mm. Undertaker was getting demolished the whole time, dude. Mm. And I don't remember it exactly, but I do remember the ending. Undertaker just comes out of nowhere, choke slams him, off the ropes, pins him, and the match was over. Damn.
1: That was when he was still in his undefeated streak. Yeah. Didn't he lose?
0: He fucking gave it up to... Alan, do you know who he gave it up to? Seth Rollins or something? No. Where's Mahish? Get (laughs) Mahish. Mahish is one of my friends. He's like... The biggest wrestling really? fan I know. Yeah, he actually does, like, a podcast on it. Oh, that's sweet. He, like, produces it, the Dark Match Podcast. Nice. He went to, like, Ohio Media School, and it was, like, one of his first, like, opportunities. He's still in it. Oh, word. But, yeah. But, no, like, I don't know who it was, but it was one of the people from The Shield, if you remember who they are.
1: I don't, actually, man.
0: It was, like, 2013. Dude, I, don't I know. suck. <laughs> yeah, you're terrible, I'm man. I'm horrible,
1: man. I'm blowing it.
0: Well, if you see him trending on Twitter, like Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, or I forget the other dude's name, but it's pointless. They, mm-hmm. It was stupid. That's all I know. I didn't watch it, but I seen it, and I was like, that's who... It was just like last year, two years ago, he gave up his undefeated streak.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, I probably fell off right around when you did, probably like 2013, 2012. I used to play SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 all the time. That was. That like, was what who got the me. fuck wouldn't? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I still would play that right yeah, now. Of course. If I had a PS2 right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, just try, instead of pinning the person, just making their whole body red and yeah. like bloody face, everything, mm-hmm. elimination chamber. Yeah. It's over.
1: If you didn't do that, you didn't like wrestling.
0: No. You were never a real fan. No, not at all. Who? So, CM Punk was your favorite. Who else did you like?
1: Loved Rey Mysterio. I was in for Duh. Halloween one year. Um. Loved Triple H back in the day um oh, uh, Jeff Hardy yeah I mean who knows? The Hardy Rose I'm, I'm just saying all the cliches here but no
0: because you didn't mention John Cena yet which is that's like... True.
1: I mean I love John Cena
0: he's cool but like he's also one of the fakest <laughs> of all time like <laughs> like I didn't realize that as a kid but CM Punk helped me realize how like that's the that in that era like 2011 2012 he was trying to bring like the the badass era back or whatever him and other people were trying to do so. And, like, he was just dissing John Cena all the time. And I was like, John Cena is kind of a bitch. <laughs> but then, I don't know, then John Cena, like, turns a heel. And then you're like, shit, John Cena's not a yeah, bitch. Dude,
1: John Cena's tight as fuck.
0: <laughs> it's cool how they kind of do that. Vince McMahon's kind of a genius for all that.
1: That's cool, man. That's that's a lot of behind the scenes that my little ass didn't know about. I just like playing Xbox and I just sit there and spam square. Just fuck somebody up on t- Raw 2007.
0: Then you had to do grapple moves and shit, too.
1: Yeah, you would just flick the stick as hard as you could, and yeah. someone some would come out.
0: Some suplex.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was tight. <laughs>
0: well,
1: who else did I like? I remember, I used to just watch that video of Sabu when he got his neck broken. He, like, uh, someone, he was, he was off the ropes at someone, someone, like, threw him over, and Laying it right on his neck. That was that was like one of the first ever wrestling videos I was exposed to. This is a terrible. I was like, one, wow, this man. is gross, but like, I, I want to I, I see more.
0: I want to see it. Please give me more. <laughs> so, are you a big UFC fan?
1: Yeah. Um, my best friend Sam got me into it a few years ago. Um, again, I used to play the video games. Uh, UFC Undisputed 2009. I think it was like.
0: Is the, that the one with like Chuck? Dude, what's so his it, name? Chuck?
1: No, that was uh. Brock Lesnar was on that cover, I'm pretty sure. And then the year no b- UFC
0: fight was t- UFC 2009. There's was, wasn't it? Uh, who was on that cover?
1: I thought the uh, UFC Undisputed. Yes. I thought I, one of them was Forrest Griffin, I believe. One of them was Brock Lesnar. Okay. And then I don't know what you're talking about, but no, you I said t- you said Tito, so I'm assuming Tito Ortiz and like Chuck Liddell maybe on a cover. I don't know. Maybe
0: I think it was just maybe Chuck Liddell. Or I mean, that maybe was not. the
1: that was the big rivalry at that time. Everyone was like, you know, oh, this is
0: sick. But yeah. yeah, but you were saying,
1: <clears throat> um, yeah, I used to play those a lot. I uh, didn't watch it. I didn't. I was like twelve years old. I couldn't buy a pay per view event. You know. Yeah. So
0: I still can barely buy a pay per view. Yeah. Event.
1: Yeah. I I can't afford a McDonald's. Isn't
0: UFC like fifty bucks?
1: It's something like that. It just got picked up by ESPN. I think they did something weird. We have to like. They dropped the price $5 for the pay-per-view, but you have to have a monthly subscription to something. So you didn't really
0: drop money at all. Pretty much. Yeah, just
1: it's, <laughs> it's something like that. It was something weird that I heard about. Um, I mean, I stream them, but I pay for them. Totally. So yeah. that's how I watch them.
0: You definitely pay for them.
1: I give Dana White money to watch the fight.
0: You like Joe Rogan announcing?
1: Yeah, I love Joe Rogan.
0: He's he's my dude. You listen to his podcast or no?
1: A little bit. Yeah. Someone just uh someone's talking to me about that today at work. But the uh, Joe Rogan experience, he's uh he's a neat dude.
0: He's a very neat he's dude. He's fucking cool. I yeah, like, like him. I, I like I don't know, like I, I bring him up a lot. He's a big inspiration to me, really? especially with this podcast. I mean he's he's the godfather of podcasting Podfather. But like, you know, the way he does it. He gets people on of all like no matter who they are, like whether they agree with him or don't agree with him. And he just has them on and has normal conversation. And like anytime I get somebody like bigger on the podcast, now what I try to do is I'll try to take them out of their element. Like mm-hmm. they expect to be asked about the things that a fan will ask them or something. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I want them to bring out their other passions on it too. Mm-hmm. And he he told me to do that because, you know, you'll have he just had Kevin Hart on as, as an example. And the whole interview wasn't about the whole... What was it, it was supposed to be? The, what was Kevin Hart supposed to host? the?
1: Oh, um... Oscars? One, one of those award shows, yeah.
0: None of it was really about that. They talked about it for, like, four minutes. And Kevin Kevin Hart said some real shit on it, you know? Like, But then most of it's just about, like, the type of man that he is and just like what he enjoys to do and shit and (laughs) I just I think that's really cool because he takes people like out of their normal everyday element and lets them speak about things (laughs) they don't normally speak about it's pretty neat so like have you have you listened to it or no like you just have heard about it
1: I just see honestly I'm very out of touch with podcasts a Um, lot of
0: people are it's okay
1: as much as I love like I watch all of the bits and pieces that you know people will put on Twitter I'm like wow this is super neat like I should I should sit down and (laughs) take the time to listen to this. But then when I go home, I'm like, yo, I could be like playing NHL. I could be watching trailer park boys. I could be doing all this stuff. And then I end up doing that. I'm like, wow, I'm such a piece of shit. Like I don't ever expand.
0: No, I don't ever listen to podcasts. You listen to in the car. And it's like, it's once you make that transition, you start thinking like, dude, why am I not listening to music in the car anymore? So it's like, it's a bad trade off in a way. Like it's either you listen to music all the time and podcasts are never really in your listening or now you start listening to podcasts, and now you have like seven podcasts you listen to, and you want to keep updated on them. Mm-hmm. They're all like an hour to two hours long. But then now you don't listen to music as much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it is a trade-off.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I just love music. Everything yeah. everything I do just revolves around music and just listening. And um, I will very rarely go out and try to find new music. But if I see someone post something about it, whether it's just like local or like, oh, this gigantic band just released something else be like okay cool I'm gonna listen to it but local bands like hey we're putting out you know our, our debut we have our first ever show I'm like sick let me check it out you know I just love discovering new shit and that's about it but you know when it comes so to so you don't
0: the, search for it but if it comes up on your thing like oh hey yeah I mean we gotta,
1: at the same time we think about it, I'm like how the hell are you gonna search for new music you know what I mean like right. th- th- there's don't get me wrong discover, there's definitely ways there's people who do it discover playlists like you know um the My Mixes on Spotify there's so many different radio stations they can just put on and be like oh there's new music but I mean you won't go out there and search like a band's name like you're not going to put in a random word and be like you know something something and then yeah, have a right. band come up, okay cool this is what I was looking for new music thanks but, you know you're gonna you're just going to see it in a playlist you're going to see it you know in a radio station you're going to see it, people tweeting about it you know shit yeah like that. There's,
0: it's going to definitely be exposure you know what's funny about your band is that this was before I learned that you like DDM as well. Mm. The first time I tried listening to Modus, the first like po- most popular song I don't think is your guys' band.
1: Oh, did you go on Spotify? Yeah. Dude, yeah, so that just happened recently. I think it was called Switch or something yes. like that. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> it, just, like, it just showed up.
0: It's the same name. Yeah. Like You guys are going to have to do something about that. Because... No,
1: dude, if it's getting traffic, it's, it's staying. <laughs> if people love that shit it's staying so that's
0: true they're like oh this song's cool and then let me see their old music because it goes it goes that switch album is you know it's just a single but it's like switch right there and there's no words no drums i was like i don't even think mike is on this one
1: i, I was dude, like we don't have a fucking clue where that came from but then you play it you're like this is kind of neat then you put on like wolf's den and you're like oh oh this sucks no put, put on switch again <laughs>
0: you gotta start claiming it since they tried to instead of of like taking them up legally about the same name do you guys have like trademarks on that shit?
1: dude you're asking the wrong person I show up right I know I I show up to play drums
0: no I understand (laughs) but I mean like I imagine you know the people who founded your band they have like (laughs) copyright and everything on them because they try to like market through merch and everything but then again on Twitter you guys are Motives OH so it's like I'm clueless i'm just saying and but so like that band that has the song switch out is the exact same name motives this is nothing else yeah it's just one no day, explanation
1: yeah i don't know i just went on there one day to like copy a link and show somebody i was like the fuck did this come from so we're gonna cover it and we're gonna make it sick
0: Ooh, that'd be cool yeah
1: I, they don't know yet i just came up with that right now
0: that's actually a really good idea though. we're gonna cover that and we're gonna put it out
1: yeah i'm down with it's that it's gonna be hard
0: I, I'm, I'm really down with that because it is a cool beat. It's basically just an EDM beat. Yeah, it's tight. So I want to see how what you guys can do with that. Obviously, you, the drummer, can do a lot with that because it's a lot of bass. Yeah,
1: it's I thought it was cool. <laughs> I listened to it. I'm like, wow, nice.
0: Imagine <laughs> for, first headlining tour, you guys bring, well, I'm sure you guys have had the headlining tours, but you know what I mean? Like major headlining tour, the opening band is also named Motives, and it's just some EDM guy.
1: I would love for that to happen. I would, I would make that happen. That'd be cool.
0: Who do you dream of opening up for?
1: San Holo. I love San Holo.
0: And so how long have they been around? I don't know them.
1: Oh, man. He's been around for a while. Um, I mean, by a while. I mean, the first thing that I remember seeing, I, I found out about him maybe like half a year ago whenever he put out uh, album one. I saw that and it was in a playlist. I'm like, wow, this, this is really cool. Um, I think the the what I can remember seeing him put out was like the farthest back, maybe two thousand fourteen and two thousand thirteen. Um, but he's sick. He he's an EDM project, and his live shows are super cool because he plays guitar and um, also sings during the songs too. So he's like a solo performer, and he's not just sitting behind you know, like a launch pad the whole show, and just not doing anything but yeah. pressing the buttons. The fuck
0: is yeah. up? Yeah. and that's, that's
1: it. And that's it, the whole show, and he's just... <laughs> the whole fucking time. No, he's like, he's playing guitar, he's engaging with the audience, he's singing. Um, I think what he's doing is really, really cool, and he kind of inspired me to try and start producing my own music. Everything I've created is garbage to this point, but you're not going to do it overnight.
0: So are you, so. like, you're on the side, like, trying to... You're not trying to... <clears throat> You're just always trying to create music Dude, of your own too.
1: I love doing everything. Like, I mean, at this exact moment, I am playing with my buddy's indie band, my main band's Motives. Um, I'm about to start playing with these dudes named Pawn. They're a super heavy band. Are they on Spotify um, and Apple too. I believe so. They just put out their first demo uh, in February. I'll check. Them so out. it might might be on there. Um, and then yeah, I try to do my own shit on the side.
0: I see you, you, you're doing the drum cover, covers and stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, very, very low quality. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't like, have any equipment, and I don't feel like getting it.
0: I mean, I I understand. It's definitely a grind with trying to do creative shit on the side of what you already do on top mm. of work. Mm. And then money plays a factor. Money's yeah. probably the biggest factor.
1: Definitely. And, oh, man, work's just been a fucking circus at this point. You, I'm like, pretty fired. much full-time
0: at work or what?
1: Not really. I mean, they they've just been working all of us a lot because you know people quitting, getting fired. I've um,
0: this is not a good structure there or what?
1: No, I mean it's it's fine. I love working there. It's pretty cool. It's just you know shit you can't you can't restaurant, plan for yeah restaurant yeah. shit. I mean you flip out servers all the time, you know. But this is in one of the we're in a transition phase going into like you know the warmer weather with getting more servers for you know a patio. Stuff like that. So I've had zero time to really do anything. Because I get home, I'm tired, I play a game of NHL, and I pass out. That's it. Every night.
0: Are the Blue Jackets your favorite team? Yes. Okay.
1: I don't like any other team. Well, okay. I like the Predators. Just because of how much we've wheeled and dealed with them the past few years. Other than that...
0: Fuck, fuck st- the rest of them.
1: Strictly Blue Jackets.
0: Now, did the, in the NHL, do they use like the what is it the AHL the lower yeah. lower mm-hmm. do they actually use that as a developmental league yeah. like kind of like baseball does or is it just like as,
1: as far as I know yes I mean because we call up and uh, recall people from
0: there all the time does does how do you say his name York York fan oh, does he yeah. get sent up and down a lot still
1: uh no when so, I
0: met him a year ago he was he still talked about being sent up and down mm-hmm. a little bit
1: no now he's he's full-time Columbus now uh is he pretty good yeah He's incredible. His snapshot is ridiculous. Um, he played pretty much all AHL that year that they won the Calder Cup. And then after that, he was almost predominantly Blue Jackets. And this year, I think he's been third line the whole year. But he's he's incredible. Like, to finish out the year, I think he had a seven-game goal streak or something, something close to that. He was just on a tear. Are they but, in the playoffs or no? Yeah, they made the playoffs. They got to play the Lightning, though. Tampa Bay. Yeah, that fucking right? sucks. Yeah.
0: Are they like the best.
1: Yeah, they they uh, tied the record of most wins in the season this year. Shit. So that's a. Uh, is is there going to be a game?
0: How many games is a series?
1: Uh, they're all seven game series. Okay. Um
0: so it's kind of like basketball in that sense. Yeah,
1: I'm and not going to say we're fucked at all. No, it's new. should it's, it's playoffs? That nothing matters anymore. Sergey Bobrovsky found his game since February. Has seven shutouts since February. Leads the NHL with nine shutouts. He has played. Absolutely lights out, besides the game against the Bruins, because we couldn't do shit for them. We got blown out.
0: Boston Bruins, Bill Burr is a big fan of them. Really? Comedian. Obviously, because he's from Boston. Uh-huh. So, I, I don't know. Like he, he always talks about the Bruins, and for some reason I don't believe him when he says they're getting good. But are they pretty good right now? They,
1: I feel like they've been consistently good. Yeah. I mean, we actually, for the most part, this year, we've given them a hard time. I think they only beat us two of the games that we played them.
0: We've been consistently good, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we always have a little uh, little hiccup sometimes after the All-Star break. I think going into the All-Star break, we were number one in the Metro. And then after that, from the span of like a, a week or two after the break, going into the trade deadline, we were like, what the fuck, we can't find a way to win. And then we dropped, and we were out of the playoffs for like a week. And then we've been battling with the Canadians for the past week and a half, two weeks, and... Now we ended up clinching the spot.
0: I feel like every team in the NHL hates the Canadians. Uh,
1: Yeah, debatable. Depends on who you ask. Um, Max Domi Domi is a fucking pussy. I will go on record and say that. I fucking hate Max Domi.
0: Is he, like, one of their lead players?
1: He's an incredible player, but he's a fucking pussy.
0: What a pussy. I hate him. You know what? It's official. I don't like him either. No, I don't he's even know like
1: him. he's he's great. He reminds me of Brad Marchand in a way. Brad Marchand is an incredible player. He's so good, but he's a fucking pussy. I hate him, but he's so good, and I have to respect both of them.
0: The only hockey players I've ever really known are Wayne Gretzky. Hard. <laughs> I don't mean to disrespect the sport, but Wayne Gretzky, uh, York
1: Nice,
0: because <laughs> I met him. And all right, so let me tell a story. I know I tweeted it at you, okay. but I'm in the Apple store helping him out with a phone, right? He's getting a new phone, all right? Like the iPhone 8 or something. And I'm speaking with him. We're having a great conversation. He said nothing about what he does. Mm. I'm like, so, like, what do you do? And he was like, uh, I just, you know, play ice hockey sometimes. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, that's cool. They're like, you just, like, do you get paid to do that? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm like on um, the monsters and I'm also on like the blue jackets and stuff. And I'm like, oh, Whoa. like I didn't know, dude. You just said you play yeah. ice hockey sometimes. Like a basketball player would be like, yeah, I play for the Cavs, you know. I'm like,
1: yeah, I play, I play wreck up, <laughs> up at Shaker Heights.
0: Think <laughs> like, that'd be like you, you just be, I, yeah, I know this is still accurate, but that'd be you just being like, oh, I, just, I just play drums sometimes, you know, like that's all I do. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I just bring food to people's tables,
1: dude. I serve people tacos. That's it. That's it.
0: Not like at Condado or anything, just like, I just serve tacos.
1: Yeah, if someone wants a taco, they just hit me up.
0: I guess that works, though. But the drumming and the playing ice hockey, this is like two totally different things. Like
1: It is, but then he, at the same time, dude, the heart. People who love hardcore love hockey. That's I true. I don't know why. It's really funny because they go hand in hand together. I've, well, I it's pretty that.
0: hardcore sport. Yeah. There's a lot it's of tough. there's a lot of uh physicality involved in it. Yeah. It's tough. It's like you a lot of, lose a tooth.
1: Lot of a lot of good bands print out uh hockey jerseys that come out pretty cool. Sick. Love love those. The uh, personal favorite the Cupacon hockey jersey. Did you buy it? No way. You're not
0: a real I supporter, have, bro. I don't have
1: money. You kidding me?
0: <laughs> no, you're talking man. I've only got like five dollars right now and it's it's in my podcast money. <laughs> Not bad. That's it's coming like, to, that's coming to me. Yeah, the sponsorship money. You're right. Like, it's all... Let me just... Well, first, it would go to Allen, realistically. True. But, no, nah, man, I've made $5 off it. It's kind of weird. That's nice. That's it. It's all in sponsorships. It's just in the... <laughs> it's in the sponsorship tab. I can't take it out yet. It's just $5. Yeah,
1: just floating there, just teasing you.
0: Yeah, one day. We'll nice. see. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is that, like the only people I know from hockey Wayne Gretzky Yorkstrand still don't say his name right and then who's that motherfucking Nash dude I only know him because he has a similar name to Steve Nash
1: you're either thinking of Rick Nash okay I was going to say Riley Nash or Rick Nash but Rick Nash is the man
0: is Riley Nash like his little brother or something or his son
1: I wish he was that'd be pretty cool probably
0: be as good as him is he not good Riley
1: Riley Nash is a very hard working player he doesn't have a lot of. points. It's
0: like po- the nicest way to say he sucks. No,
1: he doesn't have a lot of points this year. He's not. He's not good on paper this year, but he's. He creates so many opportunities, and I think he's very hardworking. And he's, he's on a team player. Yeah, he's on the fourth line, and our fourth line is just a bunch of gritty, just veterans that just fucking get out there and go at it. Whether or not you know their stats on paper match up to it, they do a really good job. They're all. I mean, they're all veterans. They know what the fuck to do. Yeah, our team. I know I know last year until the trade deadline I mean we're the youngest team in the NHL. They were just no one had a fucking clue what to do. Pavelok like the is like 20 years old right now.
0: Everyone's like our age. Yeah, dude's younger than me and just What's, what age do people usually retire in hockey?
1: I mean, they still got Sedin O'Chara playing. He's like 41 now. He just got a contract extension
0: for one year. Did Rick, did Rick Nash retire?
1: Rick Nash retired at the beginning of this year cuz he has uh a lot of problems with his head he got a lot of concussions i imagine he's like this is what i mean like that's why it's compared to hardcore i think he was young or middle 30s or something like that and he ended up retiring this year he's still young yeah he definitely could have gone i mean i think matt cullen's still playing on, on the penguins he's like 41 40 something like that and then joe thornton is also in his 40s i know that for sure
0: joe thornton Shit, dude. Big play dude. play a lot older than other sports, that's for sure. Big I mean, you got, you got a stupid-ass Tom Brady, racist Tom Brady.
1: Fuck that, dude. He makes I out with really his kids.
0: Do, dude, loving loving his kid Tom Brady. Shit's <laughs> disturbing, man. What a man. fucking dork. You've seen that video. I mean, everyone's seen it. But you've seen the video where like his son pecks him on the lips, and then he's like, no, come here, give me a real yeah. kiss. What the hell? Come here,
1: give me a real Papa kiss.
0: Oh, my God,
1: dude. What a fucking nerd. I hate him. He sucks.
0: You know, like Baker's gonna be way better than him. Oh yeah, you a Baker fan? Are you a football sure fan at all?
1: Sure, am. I'm. Can't say you're m- a
0: Cleveland fan. It seems like you're a follow, Cleveland fan. I
1: don't follow much football outside right. of the Browns. I did play fantasy this year for for the first time. Won my league. What? Super sick.
0: So you were just like, I'm gonna pick these guys. Just yeah, my
1: bandmates are like trying to get in. Fuck yeah! Just drafted away, won the league.
0: <laughs> did you have anybody from the Browns? Uh. No, that's okay. I, <laughs> uh, I I I was gonna have, I was like, oh, I'll put, I'll put I'll pick Baker up, you know. But then I like was like, oh, he's not gonna play this year. So mm-hmm. then I gave him away. It didn't matter. I I did actually pretty good. I had I was like third in my league, but nice. Here's the thing about me being a sports fan, is I like being a sports fan, but also sometimes I'm like, like why do I care so much about these fucking sports? Mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean, like. I know people whose whole life is sports. Mm-hmm. But for me it's like my whole life isn't sports. But then I get super involved when the season's in, like when the Browns were were going off this year. Mm-hmm. I was like everything I'd ever listen to turn on ninety two point three. Dude, seriously, yep. And that all I would listen to is just the same guys talk about the same things for ten hours mm-hmm. a day on ninety two point three.
1: That's me with the blue jackets.
0: Really? Yep. See, I'm more of an Indians fan though. So like, mm-hmm. but no one ever covers them, so I can't turn on okay? like <laughs> these guys do on ninety two point three. But all their shit is like, oh, the roster's not good enough, and they're not gonna do shit this year. <laughs> I- I've always wanted to get into hockey, man, but it's like um, I just don't put the time towards it, and yeah. it's really hard to watch when you watch it for the first time.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like in a sense it's the hardest sport to watch, but it's the easiest. And most fun to watch if you're not a sports fan, because you just want to see them go in there and just rip at each other and fight. That's what everyone mm-hmm. wants to see, you know. Who doesn't want to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see two dudes just start fucking throwing at each other.
0: Start fucking and throwing at no, each other. No one
1: ever said that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. But if you're gonna watch it, you're not gonna. If you're a first-time sports watcher, you're not gonna watch soccer. I'm, a, I'm a No, huge, big, I'm a soccer fan. Big too. soccer fan. Yeah. Um. What's your club?
0: I I when I. So I like to watch it a lot. I don't have too many like favorite clubs, but I would have okay. to say Bar- um, Borussia Dortmund used to be my favorite because I like Marco Royce a lot. But um, I'm a Bayern Munich fan, if i got to be honest. I
1: was going to say, if you didn't go with that, you were going to hate me because I'm a Bayern Munich fan. Strictly based off of when I first started watching it, I'm a goalie and I loved Manuel Neuer. Yeah. So I was like, this dude. The man. I was like, this dude is a fucking wall.
0: I'm also a huge uh, Manzukic fan and he was on there. Yeah. He's, I don't know if he still is or not. But no, then,
1: he's, he's not. He got dished out 2014 or 15. Isn't he on... Last I knew is Juventus. That's the last I knew of him.
0: Yanzukic, but who else am I thinking of, though? Uh, no, and then who went from Borussia Dortmund to uh, to Real Madrid? I'm trying to think. It was like... I thought it was...
1: Borussia to Madrid.
0: Or was it Bayern to Madrid? Um, I'm sure a lot of shit's happened since I'm talking about <laughs> but like I'm just trying to say that I've always liked the German teams for some mm. reason those only two I've never like watched like Hanover or anything like that just like because I'm a huge FIFA fan so mm. I would always play with Borussia Dortmund because everyone always would play with um, you know Real Madrid or Barcelona and I mm. didn't want to be like everybody else yeah. not like that like I'm not really like that but in soccer I was I was uh-huh. just like no nah, dude I'm, yeah. but my, one of my favorite players ever Marco Royce. We're talking English. Uh, I love Liverpool, but not anymore. They've become fake. They're just weird now.
1: Respect. I like Michael Royce, though. When he's healthy... He could have been so much better. When he's healthy, he's an animal. I mean, he's great. Um, Had him on my first ultimate team.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. He's a a good guy. I like him. It was him and Lewandowski. So Lewandowski went somewhere. he, He went to Madrid, I'm pretty sure.
1: No, Lewandowski went from Borussia, and he's still on Bayern.
0: There you go. Let's he's, see, there you yeah, go. he's
1: been on Bayern the past He went to one of the years. bigger teams,
0: so that's what I mean. Like, Borussia's big, right? But it's also, like, not as big as the other ones. Mm. So, like, I feel like all their players leave and go to Bayern.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff going on in the Bundesliga. Right. Bayern and Borussia, for the most part, kind of run that shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, Hanover, I think was one of the... Hanover 76, never understood <clears> their name. But they were one of the only other ones that kind of put up a... Flint, and uh,
1: Bayern Leverkusen, they had a few good players. Uh, Burn Leno, Leno, uh, he was the goalie. He was he was a great. One of my too.
0: favorite pastimes, though. Speaking of soccer, is like when the World Cup is on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not time. the only time I watch, but it's the most accessible. Mm-hmm. And you know, I followed it last year. I follow every every time it's here every <laughs> four years, right? Yep. Yeah, and it's like one of my favorite things to do. Me and my friends just talk about it all summer long. And I don't know. I wish I could go to a World Cup in all honesty. Yeah,
1: it's great. I think uh pretty sure they're having one here. I know uh New York, I think. I think they they at least put a bid in for it to be in North America. Like split up between Canada, USA, and Mexico, I believe. Some something like that. I I don't know too much about it, but I know they put in a bid and I thought that they got it for like later two thousand twenties or something like that.
0: Yeah, like 2027 20 or yeah, some shit. I
1: could be very mistaken.
0: No, like, they well, do man, the bids I, out so far. Like <laughs> the Olympics and them, they're just like, in 2030, mm-hmm. USA will finally have.
1: Well, yeah, what, they got the 2022 one. Isn't that like Qatar or something like that? They've been building it for a few years. Like They had that thing where all those people were dying building the Yeah. The stadiums. I love the World shit. Cup,
0: but the people who run it are like assholes. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, like Brazil almost went bankrupt yeah. because of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Just fucking dumb.
0: It's it's honestly like because you know everyone's protesting it outside and like no one's happy about it except for the people that are going to it. Mm. Um, but so like, you know, you're popular on Twitter as of recently. May not show up in followers, <laughs> but it does. I mean, it has been right. It's been going up a lot. Yeah, I mean, so that's how I I'm, knew you.
1: I'm just thankful for anything really. I don't I don't consider myself, you know popular by any means i just kind of hang out and talk to people no right no uh, i just
0: meant like as of recently yeah I a lot that. of your posts have been gaining some yeah. some track
1: yeah definitely it's been pretty cool
0: and it's cool to see too because i'm like it's it's been pretty recent i feel like or is it but you feel like it's been like the last few no
1: years I, I definitely think it's been more recent um i don't know i haven't really uh I don't sit down and really pay attention to it. I was just like looking passing. And I'd be like, "Wow, this is this is fucking wild." Cuz like at at um July of last year, I had 600 followers and I would just post nonsense and I'd get like a like or two. Like not even like trying to do that. I would just tweet and that would be it. But then like after that, you know, video of my dog came, I was like, "Wow, you know, I can I can talk to a lot of people. I can meet all these people and Hopefully make these sweet connections, you know,
0: that's what it's all about. Now the dog video, um, does your dog always do that? Like go from window to window or did you have to like,
1: um, yes, for the most part, um, that day was the day that we got home from doing our album in New Jersey. So we were gone for like 33 days or something like that. And that was my first day back and I was cutting the grass and the whole time she wouldn't leave the window. A lot of times she will do that, but then after like a second of me just like being out there cutting the grass, then she'd be like, I don't give a shit anymore. But that day she, she sat there and...
0: Like, From window to window. Yep.
1: Didn't matter where I was cutting, she would be there.
0: And now that that is on ridiculousness, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's crazy. Were you like watching ridiculousness live and then you seen it happen or...
1: No, they, um, they hit me up about it. Uh, I got an email that they were going to use it
0: do you get any like credits for that or
1: yeah when it it first blew up like within a couple days i had like 20 to 30 like video companies like we want to license this video i'm like i know cool what that means but sure so then i saw one from lad bible and they always post like you know fucking viral videos all the time and they're like yeah we want to license this i'm like Okay, sure. So that like,
0: mean you're giving your tweet up each time?
1: So they were like, you still retain the full rights to the video. We'll pitch it out to you know people who think that they can use it. And then when we get money for it, you'll get X amount. We'll get X amount. I'm like, yeah, sounds good to me. Like, I don't give a shit. Free money. And then, you know, they did that. And, and then they started pitching it out. And a couple of, like, really cool pages have put it you know on their thing and like they'd never give me credit i'm like eh, i don't care you know as long as people enjoy it as long as ridiculousness pretty, gives you credit yeah i mean they gave me money so <laughs>
0: oh yeah? <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: they uh they, they paid for that one um ludicrous posted it on his instagram he didn't give me any money for it Derek lewis fucking black beast from ufc that dude put it on his instagram
0: like, they literally took the video and posted it as if it was their own. Not, like, not deep. No, like, not they, like. they would just repost it. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't I No, don't I know. Care. It's
0: not deep. They, I was just saying, yeah. like...
1: There's probably been hundreds and hundreds of pages that have probably reposted that I don't even know about.
0: I didn't yeah. even know until recently that my friend, he did the uh, Marty McFly video. I don't know if you've ever seen that.
1: Oh, dude. My Snapchat name is Mikey McFly Williams.
0: Yeah, so my friend Jalen... I went to school with him. I've known him very closely. He was the one who created that. This shit's got like a million views on YouTube. Didn't know until recently.
1: Yeah. That's a good video.
0: Yeah. That's a classic. It's so classic. (laughs) And I did not know that it was him. And so I I see what you're saying. It can definitely get lost. Like Mm -hmm. the credits, first couple weeks, everyone's like, this is, you know, his video, blah, blah, blah. Then after that, it's like. No one knows whose video is yeah. whose. It's just everywhere.
1: Yeah, which is funny because the first the first big page that took it was Barstool Sports. I had posted it and then went to sleep. Then woke up in the morning and my buddy was like, "Yo, Barstool uh, Barstool just posted your video." It's like, "Whoa, no way!" And I looked at it and I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty neat." And like, they didn't like credit me or anything. And then once I you know licensed that video with that company, they're like, "Oh, it's okay. We're partners with Barstool Sports." I'm like, "Oh." Okay, I guess. I don't know.
0: Okay. Cool. Great. Sure. So now you ask.
1: Yeah, I'm like, great. Tell them to tag me.
0: <laughs> no, I know you don't, like, sit down and, like, think about, like, well, what am I going to post on yeah. Twitter today? You know, but, like, I think even earlier today you posted, like, I know everyone's been asking, so this is my morning routine or whatever.
1: Yeah. um, My dad didn't like that one. I got Baja Blast over the cupboards, and it was sticky. I didn't clean it up. I, I didn't realize it was over the cupboards.
0: Yeah. You're so. like, what song was it? There?
1: It was Boogie by Brock Hampton. Yeah, yeah. Because the first line is, I think it's, what's the rules for breakfast today? Yeah. So I, I was like, this is perfect. And then I did that, and uh, my stomach really hurt after that. And I ate that whole bowl of Lucky Charms, and then when I went to work, I was like, wow, I don't feel good. No. Not at all.
0: I think, you know, here's the thing I was going to say, is that I think, you know, your, your comedy that you're putting out is pretty funny, um, and it could be like, you know, sketches and shit, which is basically what you do. Mm. And... I, I equate it to. There's a newer like age of funny becoming on Twitter. I think you're a part of it, but the originator is Casey Fry, like hands down. I don't know if you like, like
1: a, Casey Fry's a fucking man.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I like don't know incredible. if if you're like like your funny stuff is inspired by him. Well, I know you did the Woe video too. I feel like, I and mean, obviously that's a big thing right now. But mm-hmm. I feel like I seen him do it, like post sit it down and then mm-hmm. go back and he's like did the movie. And he's like,
1: dude, I wish I could pull off shit like him. I, I've I've tried to. Like, not imitate, but I tried to make videos that were just like his. And they're
0: so fucking cringe.
1: And yeah, and I did it. I'm like, wow, I can't. Like, he pulls this off so fucking. Like, I would make, I never, never posted one that was just like his. And I was like, wow, like, this dude is incredible. Cause like, he makes it look. I, dude, I can't explain it. It's so fucking cringy, but whenever I do that, I'm like, wow, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I fu- I'm, I'm getting rid of my phone. I'm done. Like, deleting my my fucking yeah, twitter
0: like he's definitely not serious about it but then there he just pulls it off so well with such yeah, conviction it's incredible like, is he semi-serious about this stuff obviously not with like the lines he says um and even though one was like hey guys you know just want to be really uh, upfront and honest with you guys like i haven't told you this but like i'm not from this world and like dude's fucking like, sick i love casey fried mm-hmm. uh
1: Nicoletti was one of my favorite when Vine was around. Yeah. Nicoletti, like, I mean, they created him and Getter the uh, dude shit. So like, dude. That stuff was cool.
0: Carn sawdude. Uh, dude, Vine, legendary. TikTok's trying to be the, the new thing. It is, basically. I mean, but it's not Vine. It's all we got. It is all we <laughs> have. Well, people are making, like, Vines on Twitter, basically, mm. for the last, like, three years. Or, honestly, just reposting Vines mm. is all Twitter has been.
1: i Dude, I'm cool with that. Me too. Classics.
0: Yeah, remember they said that Vine 2.0 was gonna come out. Mm-hmm. I don't a think it's never did, right? No, dude, people would be on it for sure. Yeah. Although people who, like Logan and Jake Paul, would be like, "Yo, dude, check out Vine 2.0.
1: Fuck those guys. I know. They're from Westlake.
0: I know the worst. So I have a funny story about that. <clears throat> I worked, I worked at the Apple Store in Westlake. Oh. You know, for three years. Uh oh. No, but so he was already famous in okay. 20. Wasn't he famous in like 20? So I started there in 2015. I'm pretty sure he was already famous. Uh, Wasn't he like famous on Vine first?
1: That was weird. I hate him, but I'm
0: just saying. I think we all We're know sure where he really came started from. Yeah, so that's where he came from. 2015 Vine ended in like 2014. Hmm. So he was already famous and everything. I don't even think he lived in Westlake anymore. But like 2017, I'm working. This dude comes in, and he's like at the setup table. And at that point, this the setup table is basically like you bought a phone. You go over to this table, and then we help you set it up. Mm. Sounds so obvious, but for some reason, I have to explain it to other people. Respect. Um, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Uh, bless him. But um, So he's sitting there and everything, and I'm the one that has to go over there and set up his phone. So I didn't really know his name, mm. but I also knew he was famous. But I'm just like, hey, aren't you like that one guy? I didn't even say anything. I was just like, aren't you that one guy? And he's like, he was so ready to be like, yeah, man, I'm Logan Paul, dude. I'm telling you right now, I'm doing this crazy movie. It's really sick. Like, I'm I'm on the set every day. You know, I just got a little break, so we came back here and
2: fuck
0: yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's really cool. So you need to set up your phone. Like, I just treated him like I didn't give a fuck about that's him. That's
2: sick. Fuck it's probably yeah. one of
0: my favorite celebrity. I put quotation marks because I don't consider him a real celebrity, but that's awesome. He is popular, and he. He seemed a little bit mad about it because I was downplaying everything he said. I was just like, yeah, man, you got to get your work in, you know? You got to do your duty. Hopefully, it'll be big. And that movie ended up getting, like, canceled. Nice. Yeah.
1: Love that. That's awesome.
0: I'm really happy it did, too. I, ju- I just never liked him. And then, like, obviously, the whole, well, he's a racist because he says the N-word all the time. And then, like, and then the Suicide, the suicide forest shit. shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Not a fan... And I'm pretty sure, Alan, didn't your didn't your girlfriend go to school with him? Mm -hmm. And she says that he was a terrible person. Dude,
1: yeah, yeah, I know people who went to school with him, and they said once that Vine shit started blowing up, they just deleted everybody that they went to school with. Like they just cut ties with fucking everybody, like no matter what. Very fucked up, dude. Pretty cool, right?
0: Pretty awesome. You know, actually, funniest part about all that is like I just seen his sixty minute. Interview, I don't know if you ever know, but he was on sixty minutes, like
1: these sixty minutes,
0: the sixty minutes I had an fucked. interview with him, and it was just like forty year, no, like sixty year old people, and they because he did the whole like uh, splits thing, he would like go around and just do splits in front of people huh. and post the video. I don't know, I seen it on <laughs> sixty, and he would get paid like millions of dollars to do this with like advertisements in his video like he'll wear like an adidas thing or whatever and do splits stupid but what's even funnier is the whole time no one understood him and so there's like people on 60 minutes you know they're all old and they're like so you post a video on youtube and you make four million dollars and he's just like yeah that's just like how it is and they're like We don't get it. (laughs) And he was just offering nothing. He's like, man, I don't know, man. These brands, they hit me up, and I do the splits, and I just get paid a lot of money for it. He just seemed like the biggest dick. And then I met him like a week later.
1: And he was the biggest dick?
0: Yeah. Nice. It's like totally true. Oh, man. When When did you... So stupid. When did you, like, start, you know, this sounds like such a lame question, but it's a big part of your life. When did you start drinking Baja Blast, man? You know, I never knew they were in the can like that, if I'm being honest. See, these are the questions the people on Twitter want. You know, they're going to need the Baja Blast question, so I had to Uh, do it for the internet.
1: First Baja Blast was with those same guys that took me to the Such Gold show. Shouts out Fat Farmer fat farmer you like that because his name's actually pat farmer yeah but he's fat farmer fat farmer and jj frederico those are my fucking boys um we went to taco bell i didn't have any money uh jay got a lot of food and he's like drinking i'm like what the fuck's that he's like oh dude it's baja blast i had no clue how my life was about to change right there and he's like you want to sip i'm like yeah i want to sip i drink i was like wow this is this is fucking cool and then uh after that, that was actually when I started going to Taco Bell. I never really went to Taco Bell.
0: My girlfriend put me on a Taco Bell. Really? And you know, that's that's partially what made me fat because Taco actually, Bell's super good.
1: Taco Bell's very good. Yeah. Um. So that's got to be, I'd say, 2014, maybe, roughly.
0: Could you imagine? Look, could you imagine you made it? If you made it like super popular, like right now like about what you're currently posting, right? If you made it like super popular to the point where you're on 60 Minutes, because you imagine how cringy it would be if the reporter, like how I kind of just did. I asked Uh them more genuinely. Uh But you imagine if the conversation was dead and they're just like, so tell us about the first time that you ever had a Baja blast. What What the
1: fuck's a Baja blast? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Um, It's really good.
0: I It'd be know. so
2: cringe,
1: dude. it be like, horrible.
0: Oh, It'd be a yeah. horrible time. So you were naked, and you had Baja Blast in front of you to only cover did, you up.
1: Did you really need that 12-pack? No, Martha. Thanks. We needed the four-ounce. That's about it. Thanks. Next question.
0: That's what interviews would be like, yeah. and I feel like that's what rappers and artists go through. They just get asked about the most popular things, mm-hmm. and I just think it's so it's just so cringy listening to that shit sometimes. I mean...
1: I like it if there's if there's mystery if there's things that people are actually wondering about it. Right. If they've talked about it in ninety other interviews before. Right. Dumb.
0: Yes, I'm a big interview watcher, so like I mm-hmm. totally understand what you're saying. Cool. There's questions that have to be asked, mm-hmm. but there's also questions that, like, I, what I'm talking about is like when Tyler, the creator, first came on the scene. You know, Yonkers. Mm-hmm. Everyone would ask the cockroach question, or he ate like a yeah
1: in the music video yeah it was like a shadow of him eating the cockroach
0: yeah well apparently he really did it and he threw up after but so that's all real but like everybody no matter who it was always is like so the cockroach like and he's just like shut the fuck (laughs) up he was the first one I ever seen just be like no next question Uh like as cause like fuck that like Uh conventional interviewing without actual like interest in the person is the worst and like hardest to watch Mm -hmm.
1: Definitely. It's uh it's clearly very forced. And I don't know, it's easily portrayed that there's no emotion, no one gives it no one gives a shit. You just listen to a robot. I don't know.
0: Basically. It's dumb. It's fucking stupid. It sucks. So this is the first podcast you've ever done. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um I've only done like one other interview really. When uh two thousand thirteen. I did a radio interview for uh, Some dude's school radio in Cleveland State And that was it
0: For what? Your one band?
1: Yeah, for the spectators We played like two acoustic songs And they asked us a bunch of questions And that was that
0: I was singing on the way here I'm like, yo, he could he could drum some I want to add more like <laughs> creative elements uh-huh. But I'm like, alright I'm not ever going to ask him to bring a drum set I would <laughs> never do that And then I'm like Oh, he could do some like drum solo on the table, but I'm like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> I so there's like nothing, it. there's nothing that a drummer can do acoustically on a podcast.
1: Yeah, I respect it. Um, I just started playing bass.
0: Shit, Did you bring your bass guitar?
1: No way, I don't have a bass guitar, <laughs> bro. My <laughs> buddies,
0: oh, okay, well, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, but like, I don't play any instruments. I use my voice as an instrument.
2: I
1: like it.
0: Does the lead singer of the band play anything else? No. No, he's just... Well, he, is he the singer and the screamer, or do you guys got a screamer yeah, and Yeah, he, he does both. That's sick. I respect that, because a lot of bands have screamers. Oh, know? yeah.
1: Yeah, Ian, he's incredible. He's good. He's a great singer. He's got a super cool yell. I definitely like it. He's, he's very, very versatile, and it fits well with the music that we're trying to play. So he does a really good job. Definitely.
0: Now, you... You also did a video, the like, the fastest man. Were you doing, were you, like, oh, yeah. how fast you can get undressed? You're the fastest man challenge or whatever?
1: Yeah, there was that video that came out, the, like, the day before it.
0: I yeah. asked that dude to be on my podcast, actually. Is, is he's going to be on it.
1: Oh, that's fucking hard. Yeah.
0: Nice. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but he seems like a cool dude.
1: Oh, fuck yeah.
0: I just like that, i like to now ask people who I think are funny on Twitter and hope that it translates on to here. Who do I think is funny?
1: Yo, beefed up stud, my fucking boy, Michael. Yeah, that dude's hard. He, uh, I think he's one of the dudes who like maybe want to start like just being a fucking goofball. Definitely.
0: For me, I I just see a lot of Casey Fry influence in you. I don't know why. It's just that new style of comedy Uh that I see on Twitter, where I'm like, it's it's you. But you're not like obviously one of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> the world's fastest man. Fuck that yeah. video is disturbing. <laughs> it's all right. It's not really. I'm just kidding. Like his, <laughs> he looks weird. <laughs> is all I'm trying to say. But his dog, where he's training his dog. He like he's train. He's trying to train his dog to be the world's fastest dog, and he like runs by and he's like completely naked. Oh really? Yeah. Did you not see that? No, one? I didn't. I'm bummed. It's funny, but like Fuck, it's also that weird.
1: Me. That would kill me. That's sick.
0: Yeah, he's hilarious, man. And I was like, you know how I hit him up? I was like, if you're the world's fastest man, how fast can you be on my podcast? And he literally replied in like 0.2 seconds, and he was like, when do you want me on? Nice. But then I started talking to him, and he was like, let's schedule something like two weeks out from now. <laughs> so Fuck it's yeah. not that fast. like,
1: Dude, for the fastest man, you wait.
0: That's true. That dude is incredible. Usually you don't have to wait on him, but... Cause he's so fast, but he's like that SpongeBob meme. Well, well, obviously the actual episode where he's like, "You want to see me run over there? You want to see me do it again?"
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying to think of like some things, some challenges I want to make for the world's fastest man on the podcast. Like, how fast can he talk, or something?
1: Like an alphabet challenge?
0: Maybe. See, this is what I'm, I'm brainstorming right now. Uh-huh. I'm asking you to input. What do you what do you want to hear the world's fastest man do,
1: dude? For as much stuff as I try to do, I'm not very creative,
0: which is hard to believe, because um, like the shit that you come up with on Twitter is pretty creative,
1: dude. I think about that a lot because I won't I won't sit there and brainstorm about what I'm gonna do next. It'll just happen, like the Baja Blast, dude. I was Every just, photo
0: that you post with the Baja dude, Blast, I was, just, I
1: was just butt naked in my room, just like playing Xbox or something. I don't know. I was just naked. I was like, you know don't be really fucking funny, so I put this on my John and took a picture I was like okay did did all right who um, took the photo you oh yeah self timer okay, no, I asked my dad to do it. Are you serious? do you believe me?
0: no, I actually don't
1: no, <laughs> no, he was asleep, probably like ten feet underneath me through the floor
0: <laughs> so technically he was like he was like on the, in the photo, but not really'cause sure. he's yeah. the floors here doesn't yeah.
1: we'll call it that.
0: Yeah, credits.
1: Yeah, no. I usually, I usually take all the pictures. If I uh, if I'm just sitting at home, I'll just put it in a weird position, on like my cookie shelf or something like that, and just angle it in towards my stove.
0: Did you get interrupted running down from the upstairs where you had the camera to go down and do the woe? Did you get interrupted by anybody at all?
1: Uh, just my dog. I tripped over. Her. <laughs> that was it, though.
0: And then you caught it. That's, that's my favorite one.
1: I fucking ate it. Really? Oh, yeah. Big time. I ran down. She was asleep on the couch. Um, You have to run down the stairs, make a hard right, and then make a hard right through the kitchen, then go through the breezeway and get outside. So I did that. And then when I came back in, she was waiting for me by the door, and I busted in. She started running like next to me, but instead of uh like running straight through the living room, she cut left with me, and I just fucking flopped right over her.
0: And then he got up and did the Whoa.
1: Yeah. It's pretty I cool. I still
0: think Casey has the best one because he was like, Whoa. <laughs> Fuck him, dude. In the video he posted genius. recently, I, I can't tell when. You can obviously tell when he's like fake dancing and when uh-huh. he's real dancing. But the one he posted recently, like Sacred Journey. Oh, beat, dude,
1: he's so fucking talented. Yes. It's incredible. Honestly, I need him it,
0: to be on Real Sin- real Bros of Cine Valley, though.
1: It's it's really funny that you made the comparison from me to him because when he posts dancing videos, people give a shit because, I mean, he's fucking Casey Frey. But I'll post a picture of me, like, putting Baja Blast in my dong, and it'll get, like, I think that did, like, 1,500 likes or something like that. And then I'll post a video of me playing drums, and then my mom and my best friend and, like, my coworker will like it.
0: Now, the cover that you have pinned has like. <laughs> let me see what yeah, it one,
1: That one's been up there for probably like a month or two. Um, no, the one, the one I did for uh, Zipper, that Brock Hampton song, that one actually did pretty well for me.
0: You did a zipper cover? Yeah. Let me try. I'm pulling up right now. For real, if y'all don't follow him, Milk in His Bag, you, you're missing out, man. Damn, man.
1: You're so nice, I appreciate it's fucking that.
0: Milk, dude. I'm not even like trying to dick ride, it's just funny. <laughs> you see, your local white boy thinks he's funny, and like I said, first guest. So
1: that dude's oh my god, I followed him for as long as I can remember.
0: 177 likes on your it hasn't even started yet. Oh,
1: uh, son holo man, that's San holo.
0: We could, add, you know, what's funny is that if I had like. If I plan this out, I could actually play it on the podcast. But instead, yeah. I'm just holding my phone up to it. <laughs>
1: oh man, Hollow needs to let me be his tour drummer. He needs a drummer. He he's a guitarist and he, he sings. Make those live shows sick. I'm gonna play drums for him.
0: Do you like? Are you inspired by Josh Dunn at all?
1: I don't listen to Twilight Palace that much, but I'm a huge fan. I don't know why. But he's great.
0: He's a cool guy. He's, he's great. Funny. Yeah. He's really putting out for the drummers. You know how like. I don't like Barstool, but when Pat McAfee was on it, he's a—he's a punter, <clears throat> and he would always pay respect to like the punters in the leagues. You know, like putting on for the game. Like this is the culture. That's fucking cool. So you gotta start doing that for drummers, dude. You're out here like, check out this new drummer's video.
1: Yeah, I, I love I love everyone who's musical. Honestly, music is the only thing that I kind of inspire to do in life. That. You know kind of makes me happy, you know. I don't do there's nothing else I want to do.
0: And you don't want to just do Twitter videos, no.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> you uh, know, it's like probably the most cliche inspiration drummer to ask if you are inspired by.
1: My guess would be Travis Barker.
0: Oh, well, that's you know, that's the more current one. Mm. I was gonna say Neil Peart,
1: <clears throat> really? Okay, respect
0: because when I was younger, if you're playing on a table, they're like. Hey, Neil Perk, can you chill out?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, with how old-fashioned Italian my family is, that's what I got every single time. Um, But at the same time, my cousin was a big drummer, and, I mean, he knows, like, fucking everybody. And uh, I think it was more of, like, a Buddy Rich influence. That dude was the fucking animal. I mean, he would shit on you if you tried to play matched drum grip and not traditional style. But that dude was, like, the man. But... I can never be as good as him. One day. He's incredible. No he's way. You just never know. No way.
0: No? Never. What about you, Travis Barker? You gonna be as good as Travis Barker?
1: Travis Barker is a great drummer. Um I love what he does. I don't think he gets better. I don't think he's gotten better in a while. No. Uh
0: and I don't like the new blink, so I people might like it. What was
1: it? Uh what was it down, California? Yeah, it was.
0: California kid or something I
1: think it was California um I liked it I, I enjoyed just, that album
0: I get it like it's cool but it's like to me the best part about blink is you know Tom Tom's voice you know what I mean like Tom's voice he's the one who wrote all the songs like I'm not saying blink can't be a thing without him but here's something I feel passionate about is that when a member who's a found like one of the founding people of the band leaves or they kick them out, and then they keep the name. I get it, cause you have the following, mm-hmm. you know. But like, um, who's the one? Issues did it. Census fail. Really, they kicked it out like but, one of the main people. Well, but
1: the, Buddy's the only original member left. Okay. And what they've been doing shit since two thousand three or something like that. And uh, yeah, they've they've gone through every member, and yeah, Buddy's the the last original in the band, the lead singer
0: but see with blink they kicked out the actual founder like he's the one who got i mean i know he's not mentally stable i listened to him on joe rogan's podcast and the dude is fucking weird Really, he's just like i don't know if he's cracked out or what but like he's just aliens this aliens that and i I mean i believe in aliens dude but like he is just like out
1: there he's passionate about it man
0: he like believes that like he knows government people that like have told him that the aliens are real and everything and like so, oh, when man. I I thought aliens is real that that aliens exist, I thought that song was just a joke cuz Blink-182 was always joking around about mm-hmm. shit, even though they were deep too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I always thought that song was like a joke. But he wrote that. That's when he started getting into aliens.
1: Hmm. I did not know. That. Yeah. That's I like
0: cuz cool. he was on he was on Rogan, so I heard about that. Don't worry. He's like, "No, yeah, man. I've always been trying to talk about aliens. You guys think I was joking, man?" And I'm just like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is like when people it might not even just be kicking them out when they like when somebody leaves or they'll yeah they'll kick them out and the band's sound completely changes but they keep the same name. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with that.
1: I feel you. I mean I don't really have an input on it. Uh, right. Honestly, I haven't thought too much into it. I mean, you know, do what you want to do. I uh, feel like um, in a way uh, one of my old favorite bands, Hundredth, they kind of did that. Um, they were a hardcore band. They never got like super big traction behind them and uh I know a couple of the members switched out. Now they're like a uh, like a super vibey like shoegaze kind of band and he he also put out a remix of like the slower album that they did and it's like predominantly electronically produced like for the most part. I I love it. I thought it was neat. But I mean, they kept the same name um, and they kept, like, the same logo. They had, like, two keys. I just my first fucking tattoo. These two crossed keys. And that was always their logo. And they kept it when they changed sounds, but they just, like, they gave it a different style. It, it seems more smoother and well-rounded, and then they just, like, multiplied it a lot. But...
0: Like, I'm fine with when a band, if they all stay together and they change their sound. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll never be mad at that. Like, even if I don't like the new album, I'll be like, okay, like, they're just trying something Mm. different, you know? Right. But it's the fact that, like, you basically have created a different band Mm. because you either got rid of a member or somebody left. You're now, like, a new band. Mm -hmm. New members are there. But, like, it's the same. Blink is probably my biggest example. It's like a guy from a different band is now the lead singer. But everybody else is there, mm. and they're just like rolling with it. Like,
1: well, luckily there's only three of them.
0: Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Mark and Travis.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, but I'm uh, not like
0: I don't hate on it though. Like I'm not like super passionate uh-huh. about that.
1: Yeah. Um, I um I don't know. I didn't pay attention to what people had to say about it. I just uh, I listened to that record. I thought it was pretty cool. I like, probably got to give it another
0: listen. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I thought um I thought Skiba sounded pretty good on it. Um, and where's he originally from again? uh alkaline trio okay, i believe
0: got you are um, they still a band or no?
1: i think so i i never got into them yeah. <laughs> i don't know, me either i never never got big in them
0: i the only sense his fail song i know is from like madden or something I swear they're on there what song was on madden dude let me look We i'll look and then we'll wrap up the podcast in a second here but let me look here
1: dude that's how i got into enter shikari Madden 2008 used to play that game religiously, and they had uh, "Okay, Time for Plan B" on it. I was like, "Wow, this is hardcore to be on." I probably know what
0: it is. I don't know the song (laughs) by name or anything, but I swear there was a senses fail song in Madden. Mm -hmm. Looks
1: like we're about to find out.
0: What school? What school did you go to? I went to Brush. Brush? Where's that again?
1: South Euclid, oh Okay. Where'd you go?
0: Parma High. Parma Senior High School, man. Think we. I no. think we are like, in the division. I figured like that we played you in soccer a bunch of times.
1: I can't remember. We always played Valley Forge.
0: Forge sucks, dude.
1: Yeah, fuck Forge.
0: Wolves at the Door? I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Madden 09, dude.
1: That's the first song. Not the first song. I think that's off of uh, Life is Not a Waiting Room. That's not This wolves, is an bro. ad
0: this is an ad right here. I don't that's walls at that. the door. <laughs> this is a that's the new new song from Censusville. Do they still make music?
1: Yeah, they do. They just put out a new
0: record last year. because it's flat? Sounded pretty good. I like this It's it. totally Baja Blast. You yeah. should recreate create that you as a thing. Should be like, yo dude, this is totally Baja Blast right here. This is blast. This shit, shit blast. <laughs> dude, that could catch on actually. This shit is fucking blast, bro. This shit blast This is that Madden song I'm talking yeah. about.
1: Yeah, this song's hard. This is, the f- this is the first song they put on their Greatest Hits album when they put that out.
0: Yeah. And I'm uh, sitting here, like, 10 years old, like, let's play some Madden. Hard, yeah. I think Sugar We're Going Down is in that, in that same game. Oh, really? Now it's all rap in the Madden games, which, like, I'm a G at the Madden games. Like yeah. I'm, like, 14th percent in the world right now. I don't know, dude. I gotta get, like, better shit outside of doing this and... And work, dude. I gotta work out more and shit. But like,
1: No, dude. You gotta get that, uh, that professional EA Madden spot. You gotta get on an E team.
0: I think I gotta get. I gotta get be an E boy. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, like Game Grumps? E
1: team or E boy, whichever one you wanna do. Do you
0: do you do you watch Game Grumps? I don't. Do you watch YouTube at all?
1: A little bit. Um, okay. whenever I toss it on, I just put on like music videos and yeah, the, or like Phase Jeff or some shit like that.
0: I recommend Game Grumps. Pretty funny. All right. But they like make fun of E girls a lot. <laughs> And I don't know, but, um, I was just saying, cause like, I don't know why I thought of the game grumps, but you know, I'm going to be a big man player one day. You better watch. I had a guy on the episode won't come out. He's on Twitter. He's like this NFL dude, Benjamin Albright. I was just like, Oh, like, do you play Madden and shit? He's like, yo, yeah, I'm actually like 1%. And he's on Twitter all day. Does everything. Like he's got a lot of shit going on. I'm like, how the hell <laughs> are you like number shit. one? I actually messaged the number one ranked dude in the world. Mm-hmm. He didn't answer me back, but I messaged him, and I was like, yo, dude, play me sometime. <laughs> I'd probably get whooped. Play me, pussy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Why wouldn't you play? Like, I'm ranked 14,000. Uh, He's number one.
1: Damn, 14,000?
0: So you're doing the one one headphone off the ear, too. Mm-hmm. Is it how to, does that sound better? Feels good. It is weird. Feels great. It's you gotta very get those numbers weird.
1: up, buddy. Fourteen thousand. You got it.
0: I'm a little bitch. Just
1: keep grinding. You're good. You're up there.
0: Well, Yeah, I mean, I'll get there one day. Um, but to sign off, you know, Barrio's better than Condado. So, I mean, I said that before the podcast. <laughs> I'll say it again. Barrio doesn't make you pay for chips. You roasted me in the text. You said, "Well, if you can't pay a dollar for chips or salsa, then you shouldn't be going." But True. fuck you. All right.
1: I mean, fuck me. You know.
0: <laughs> so so. I don't have all this Baja Blast money like you do. Do you think they're ever going to sponsor you, by the way?
1: Oh, man, I would love that. I mean, no, but I fucking hope so. They will. You think so? Yeah, dude. It's right. got
0: to happen. I mean, you're g-
1: this will come back right to this table if it does. A lot of stuff
0: will come back to this table. Yeah. Motives is going to be on the Grammys one day.
1: Dude, wait till this record comes out. I'm telling you, like, this is one of the like most fun and like this is this is the best experience i've ever had making an album like through the recording process through writing it together through just like the whole creative process i this is like i feel so good about this
0: were you on the last one no Mm -hmm. okay so when i listened to them i actually haven't heard you drum yet right Mm -hmm. so when i said that you're a good drummer and you said thank you
1: i'm just full of shit
0: yeah you like it i do you're like oh thanks so much man it means a lot yeah, you like that? And now, who feels like an idiot? Not me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of that question literally the whole time during the podcast. I'm like, which which is still going on, Alan, <laughs> as he already knows. But it, uh, he just came back in the room, so I had to say that. But I literally was thinking the whole time. I'm like, all right, I say all this shit about the other album, which is cool. It's still your band. Uh-huh. But I'm like, he probably wasn't even on it because no he's talking about how he was—he came in after they released it. Mm-hmm. So now I find out that you weren't on it. I've never heard you drum outside of your covers, so I can't wait to hear what the new album sounds like. Is there a month that we could be looking out for?
1: Oh man, we don't have it set, but we're definitely shooting for the end of summer, wanting to do sometime in the summer. Um, right now, I mean, I would guess maybe July, August, possibly.
0: Look out for it. The daily so. podcast approval even before hearing it. Fuck yeah, buddy. Nah, he, he, let, me hear, he let me hear a little bit of it before. No, i just kidding. I'll send you it. Yeah, dude, yeah. send it. Yeah. I won't post it. I don't post I mean, no one's going to look at it anyways no if gonna, I do. No
1: one's going to give a shit if you leak it anyways.
0: The band will.
1: <laughs> they'll be mad.
0: Yeah. And they'll be mad at you, and then they're going to be like, let's find a new drummer.
1: Yeah, you'll leak it, and then one person from like, Salt Lake City will be like, this is fucking rad. Check this out. And I'm like, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> this is go. over
1: time to find a new band
0: <laughs> well at least you enjoyed the process
1: yeah that was a short-lived career
0: are you guys working on like cool merch for it too
1: i hope so oh you don't know yeah you De- just show De- up yeah right i forget still, i forget this is still i mean for as long as we've been waiting i mean we're just just toughing it out you know i mean we got the got some artwork rolling here uh finally, why don't
0: you, you guys just hit up evan
1: finally got some shit rolling we, we already got it um uh, Dirty guy, I forget who the fuck's doing it. Uh, one of, one no, of I mean, like, in the
0: future, nurse. you should tell them, like, yo, this dude, I forget if it's no, emo spicy um, or spicy emo memes.
1: Um, fuck. Well, his ad is die artist memes, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, But he hit me up for uh, merch designs. That's what I was talking so, about. So right? once we start actually getting shit together and we can sit down and be like, okay, we're actually going to print merch. Yeah he do does great work oh fuck yeah did you see that uh that avatar series yeah it's just incredible and he just put up a thing today of uh the uh the twenty one pallets bandito uh Ooh. poster and he posted it and it looks fucking incredible but
0: yeah. I see him reaching out for his business, too. Like, he's he's always been telling people he'll do merch for them. Mm-hmm. But now, like, some band will, like, reply to him or something. He's like, hey, you guys are sick. Actually, so I could, like, design your merch. <laughs> I'm like, I, I respect the hustle. Because yeah. I'll try to ask people in the mentions, too. Like, you're like, hey, like you should be on my podcast mm-hmm. if they don't, like, let me DM them or anything.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I can't wait till we finally get shit moving. And we can finally look past just the whole release and the album part. Like, you know what? all the merch hopefully you know some touring going on too so once we can get right around that part uh yeah he better he better just fucking merch for us he's he's incredible i need his shit on one of our shirts so
0: would you ever get a tattoo of stuff that he does
1: yeah uh
0: because i think you have to buy it from him still
1: yeah that fucking uh he did a picture of a nun oh yeah that thing oh dude i want that blasted on my arm somewhere blasted that shit's so cool
0: I'm telling you, man, you gotta really. instead of Now, instead of slap, which I say every day, it's gonna be, dude, that's blast, bro. Yeah, you like it? That's Baha Blast. That sounded pretty good.
1: I liked
0: it. I'm gonna blast that right on here. Yeah. I gotta get a lot more tattoos, too. But I don't know. I also have to wrap up the podcast just because I don't know. We got other uh, shit to do, right?
1: It's about that time. It's, gotta, it's Minecraft Monday. It's <laughs> I gotta go home and open the realm for the boys.
0: I sure you got videos to make. <laughs>
1: not making any videos you know here's me. a funny joke
0: is me and me and John uh, one of my recent guests um, we were talking about how like this episode that has never came out and will never come out I was doing it with some other guy he's a local comedian mm-hmm. the way I ended that podcast because I think ending podcasts and beginning podcasts are the two most awkward things that you could do because you know me and, he, me and you are just sitting here having this conversation we've mm-hmm. had for the past hour and however much minutes now Yeah, and then you just have to be like Okay. Hey dude, this is over. Yeah, thanks man. See ya. It's not like the guest is gonna be like, Hey, is this thing wrapping up anytime soon? Like on the mic. They're just like contributing to conversation. Yeah, no,
1: I've done it about five times away from the mic. I'm like, I'm trying to wrap this shit up.
0: Oh, I know. I You've been go, really dude. rude about it. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, I gotta go get in my bag.
1: Dude, dude I'm dude, I'm telling you, I gotta go open up the realm.
0: <laughs> it's Minecraft Monday.
1: Dude, it's only Monday for another three hours.
0: Well then fuck it, dude. It's over. Alright. <laughs> plug your socials, plug your band. Oh, Let man. us know what's going on, tours, shit like that.
1: What do I got to plug? um, Dude, just hoping for this new record to come out. New modus. Hopefully it comes out. Hopefully it comes out. I hope so. That'd be great if we can release this. Does thing. it have an album name? Uh, it's going to be called Death Rose. Death so, Rose. Yeah.
0: Like Death Rose or Death Throes?
1: Throws, as in T H R O E S. Okay. Like the last sound you make before you. Pass away.
0: Shit. It's fucking dark or, isn't it? Or, like like blanket throws true yeah soft stuff uh,
1: it's it's open for interpretation dude whatever you want
0: it's just like the album
1: but yeah dude um yeah hopefully getting the motor record out I'm just gonna be sitting in my room playing Xbox and probably posing naked with more soda if I can stop hitting the table
0: you've done it like five times now yeah but I was saying like plug your socials
1: dude just uh Twitter milk in his bag
0: plugged it many times already
1: <laughs> dude that's that's all I got man that's all I do that that's just me. Just at Motives Ohio as well as the the band page, and then other than that, shouts out my fucking boy Sam Guzman, my uh, Apex Legends partner. Shouts out Tyler Homestead Johnson, Bradley Heist, my fucking uh, Realm brothers. We're about to go go do some farming. Minecraft Probably Monday. Build a castle. Or at some first cool I thought shit. you were
0: completely joking.
1: Oh no! Every Monday for the past, I think it's been about two months now. Usually around 8 o'clock, we get on, we play until oh, midnight. Oh, shit, dude. My bad. Yeah, you fucked up, man. No. <laughs> oh, no, nah, nah, dude. It's, nah, nah, it's nah. been
0: a waste of your time. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's cool. Like, a lot of people have said that.
1: No, nah, this has been great, man. This is, uh... I love doing shit. I up. got
0: the first interview before the album comes out. True. So yeah, now when you, you guys did. do this, like, post-album release tour...
1: Yeah, once we talk with Billboard, I can be like...
0: We'll see. But I was on the Daily Podcast. Yeah, so we shouts, out,
1: shouts out my boy, Daily. <laughs> Fucking putting us on the map.
0: Daily. That's just a, that's, that's, it. A, that's, that's all it. my name is now. That's it. You're
1: not getting it's, anything else.
0: It's kind of like how Trump called Tim Cook Tim Apple. That was fucking... Oh, my God. It's one of my favorite moments of all time. That, was- that or how he is an expert on wind. <laughs> I know a lot about wind, okay? <laughs> Look, progress underscore daily <laughs> on every social that you can find. And, you know, I got to plug LeBron, my cat. You got to follow him, too, dude. Instagram, LeBronOMFG. Get at him. Do it right now. Get at him. He's a cute cat. Greatest guy ever. And then you can plug Alan. You know, we got Alan here. He's he's always here. He's the man. Well, he wasn't on the last episode because he didn't produce it.
1: Dude, he's been doing great, though.
0: He is? Yeah. Wait, have you listened? Yeah. It sounds, really? It sounds great. I'm calling you out. Have you actually listened? Yeah. Which ones? None of them. Exactly. I'm talking about,
2: I'm
1: talking about today.
0: Oh, he's, dude, he's killing it, man. Did you like that? No he's, smile or nothing. No, I know. I was I was just actually I, in the truck. I, I,
1: almost, I almost cracked when you said, did you listen? I was like, don't fucking smile. Don't do it.
0: <laughs> I don't believe anybody when they say they listen, so then I asked for episode titles.
1: That's a, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. But Alan Shebb. It's A-L-A-N-S-H-E-B. He's, he's the founder of the Alan Wreck. But that's it, dude. That's the fucking podcast. Play the song as the outro. Alan's going to fuck around with the beat. If he wants to do that again, if not, it's just going to be the normal beat. Respect. <laughs> you should hear this shit. He, he mixes it up. He just goes crazy. He's like a producer now, like a beat producer. He didn't make the beat, but this is a live performance by Alan.
1: I'm watching it right now. This is sick.
0: He's not into it yet. He's, he's, he's getting there.
2: What are doing it the so well. moment? See, that was the mix of my <laughs> right. What's going on? It's like, it, dude. What the dude?